iconic steps towards. So I guess, yeah, I got invited here to kind of just talk to you guys about, so what, you're all, are you all doing film? What's everyone's backgrounds? All film? Yeah? Good stuff. Well, yeah, basically I kind of make music videos and commercials and hopefully a film soon. Um, yeah, I guess I've been doing it for quite a while. I, kind of, I never went to, to film, I never went to film school or anything like that. I kind of left school when I was like 16. Started as like just a runner when I was like 17 and kind of just basically just worked my way up, I guess. It was like, I think it's always tough, isn't it, to know whether to do like studying over like working and work experience and things. I mean, I, I always vote for like learning, like working, because I think that you learn like more like that. But I guess like what are everyone else's experiences? Like what, how do you find, how do you find what you're doing? <laughs> so you all at the same course then? No. Cool. So how do you want to do it? Do you want to ask me questions, or do you, should I, or should I tell you about how I started? Yeah, so basically I kind of started when I was 17. I was like a runner for about three or four years, kind of making tea. I guess I, was, I came from like the kit. I used to work in the kitchen like for a long time. So when I, crossed out, when I started working in the film industry, it definitely seemed like an like easier work. Like I think, I think like on a film set, you just need to, it, it, it's a weird environment to work in because there's, it seems like there's not that much to do, but I think you just need to really like get involved and, and like learn from all the departments because I think everyone's going to teach you like different things so I very much just threw myself into like learning off everyone um, and then basically I just started making things because I think that that's essentially like the best way to progress you know it's like every time I make something I, I learn something and even like even now every time I, I like make something I learn something so I think it's important to just constantly be like testing yourself and also just putting a lot of like everything that I made when I first started out, when I was like 19, 20, I kind of, I put a lot, I think there's a lot of, nowadays especially because there's so much technology and it's so easy for you to make things yourself. I think, I think personally there's a lot of like not very well thought out projects out there that people just kind of go into, you know, with not, not as much planning as I think that they should. Like when I first made my first things, I shot on film, which meant that you can't really like make any mistakes because it costs, you know, it's like, I think it's, it's like, I can't remember the cost, it's like 80p a foot to develop and like telecine your film. So if you're shooting like 40 minutes, it's gonna cost you like 300 quid, when obviously you can shoot whatever you want digital nowadays. So I think a lot of people don't put as much thought and time and effort into, into things because they can just like do them easy, like easier. So I would say that, yeah, I just tried to come away from that and really plan everything and really, like, remember that everything I was going to make was going to hopefully, like, was going to further my career. Um, yeah, and then I kind of, I did about five, like, five or six videos and then I started, like, taking them around to the companies around London 
I got signed to a company called Academy Films, which were like a really big company. That kind of it was hard there because I was very young and they were very like established. So I was a very like small fish in a big pond. So there wasn't like, I didn't really work for about a year and I kind of had to get another job. And, you know, like there was definitely times when I wasn't earning like any, any money. And then I kind of, I left there and I went to a much smaller company who could like nurture me and like, and that's when I kind of like started, I did like the Tinchy Strider videos and then Sugar Babes and kind of there like built my showreel like stronger. And then we, I'm, I went to a company called Pulse Films, which is where I'm at now. And yeah, just kind of, I guess just trying to make, make better things every day, you know, and just trying to like further, further the career. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of where, where I'm at. What do we have any questions? Yeah, who wants to? Do you want to go? But you know, I was a runner for three years, and then I kind of started ading a bit, which is like, kind of like the manager on set. I guess it's like you work for the director. The director will say to you, "I want to do that shot," and then you'll just tell the crew. But it's from. From 17 to now, I've always been like a freelancer, so I've never been employed by anyone. I just always, you always kind of just get the next job off the next person. That's why I think it, it's, it's definitely, it's a hard industry to be in because I think it's like, it's part talent and real part personality as well. Like the people that I work with, I enjoy working with. Like there's, there's maybe like 100 cameramen in England and they're all, and you know, maybe 20 of them are at a very, very high level. And there's a couple of dickheads that you just, I don't want to work with because they're idiots and it's just boring. Like, I don't want to work with difficult people. And that goes straight down to the runners. Like, all the runners on my sets are really nice kids and they're good and they're fun and they, I have a laugh with them and we drink a beer at the end of the day. And it's like, you know, I think this industry is very, very fickle and, ve and very, like, you know, not... F it's just, you know, you spend a lot of time with these people and your crew and, and it's very intense, like every shoot day is like 16 hours so you're with them from like 7 in the morning till midnight you just don't want so you know it's important that that you're really kind of like nice to people and, and that you get along with people because essentially they're the ones that are going to put you on the next job so you're not really employed by anyone but you do get booked by by certain people so yeah it's like a weird system so you get booked like you could either get booked if you're a runner by the AD the like production company or like if you go into a department, like you could be in like the art department. Um, but yeah, when I started making stuff, I literally just started like paying for it myself. Like I think the first shoot I did, I literally phoned a lighting house and said, can I borrow some lights? I phoned the camera house and said, can I borrow some camera equipment? So the only thing, and I did it with a friend of mine who wanted to be a cameraman. So we paid 700 pounds so between us. So that was like 350 pounds each that, and then made that first video. And I think that was, you know, that was the start of what I thought to be like training myself into like, if I was going to spend three hundred fifty pounds of my own money, it had to be like really good. Yeah, it was just one of my friends, like a guitarist, and it, you know, it was a very, it was like a really simple video. You know, we we just, it was like him walking down the street, finding chairs and trees, and sitting down and performing. You know, it was like the, it was the easiest and cheapest thing that that we could do well. Do you know what I mean? Because I think there's a yeah, there's a thing now that obviously like the equipment is so easy to get that everyone maybe try I think tries to push themselves too far and it ends up looking like cheap. I always think that the best, the worst thing in the video is the best thing in the video. Like if I don't like one shot in a video, I'll hate that video forever more because I'm I just all I can think of is that one shit shot. 
So it's almost like I think at the beginning I just tried to do things that were really simple and really just like I just like a defined look. So someone would look at it and go, "Oh, okay, that's that's like well achieved." And because I think at that at that early stage, you just want to prove to people that that you're like a solid, like a solid, you know, a solid eye, I guess, because the the money and the ideas and all of that is going to come like later down the line because you kind of need a bit more money to do like bigger ideas. Good. Go on. You have anything else? Um, well, maybe after. No, but I was going to say, like, maybe do you hear? Do you hear a song first and then you might trick them? Yeah, basically they send the song to about some t- like if it's like. Like, they do stupid things, like Dizzy Rascal sends it to, like, 30 people, and it's just, like, annoying and pointless because it's, it's just, like, it's just wasting everyone's time a bit. But then if they're, like, really good artists, they'll send it to a very few number, and they'll, and they'll send you the song, and then they'll... Sometimes they'll just say a stupid brief, like, make it amazing, and you're like, well, that's obvious. Or they'll be, like, more specific, and they'll be like, I definitely want it to be really fashion-based, and I want it to be in the studio. Or I really want it to have a... Like, Ed Sheeran was just like, I don't want to be in it. I want to be in it for three seconds, but I really want, like, a strong idea. So I think for each artist, they'll have, like, a different brief. But then, yeah, the song's kind of the thing that, that influences that, I guess. Like, if it's a really happy party song, you're going to kind of write something that's a bit more fitting to that. What, if it's like a shit song? No, just panic and be like, I've got to come up with this. Yeah, I think sometimes. I think the, like that's one thing that I do find hard is that not so much in England, but definitely with the American artists, the pressure of the time is like they're like, they want it. They want the idea like the next day or the day after that, which is, hard, which is definitely hard. Um, but I think you kind of get, get used to it after a while because I think you like train your brain to... Because I guess for me, I don't really have to think about anything else apart from like the idea and then how I execute it. I kind of, when I think maybe if you're at uni or stuff like that, or when you're like there, I think at university or, or learning, they, tr- they do try and teach you a bit of everything. Do you know what I mean? They, they want you to like learn about the lighting and the, and the art department and all of that when I kind of have like a team, I have like crews who do each one of them. So I can kind of... Yeah, it varies. It like depends how kind of difficult the artist is. Like I do a lot of Jessie J, and she's like become way more difficult in like the later videos. And I think it's like I think it's a weird thing being an artist. You know, it, it, they're very like they're very fed, they're fed a lot of like things, and they're very like ego driven. So it's quite like it's hard sometimes trying to get them to do what you want. But you kind of just it, I think it also it comes back to that thing that I was saying like. People want to work with pe- with nice people, and like, if you're if I'm horrible to the artist, then they're they're, they're obviously gonna like be restrict. They're gonna be resistant. But if I'm like nice and I tell them they're gonna look pretty and all of that, then they'll be happy. <laughs> Should I just grab him back there quickly? Um, how do you prefer your briefs, open or I think I do like a good brief, yeah. I think it's really, really helpful because it's, you know, when you get a song, it's like, it's so, it's so open. And also it's like, I might say, I want her to be a fish and she's like, hates fish. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know anything about them. And then, and they're asking me to like, give them 
an image and like a vision for their their like whole single campaign. And so if you haven't got any idea, you know, like for instance, I did this one for Ed Sheeran where he's like, it's like a guy sign languaging the song. And he was just, they were like, we really want to portray the lyrics and we really want like the lyrics to be very visual, but we don't want him to be in it. Which was like a great brief because it was like perfect. Like I know exactly what you want. You want like a really visual video that completely portrays all the lyrics, but you don't want to see him. So I think definitely like a, a good brief just gives you a bit of direction. Because otherwise it's like such an open playing field, isn't it? There's so many like ideas you could have. You say black, they want it red. You say, you know, it's really hard so yeah, brief. As a music uh, video director, how much control do you actually have over what gets over what gets featured in the video compared to the artist? Like, how much? Uh, I think it varies a bit. Like, I think at this stage, I guess I get like now I've done quite a lot. I kind of probably have more say than I used to. I think. I think you're always it's always going to be hard if they like if something goes wrong and they don't like the video and they don't like certain bits of the video you will probably lose that argument like if they don't like a shot then it will come out but I think there's always you know there's always room to argue your case and I think they're like the fact of the matter is they're paying for it so like whatever happens it will be their decision but you know sometimes if it's really drastic I'll do things like I'll say I'm not putting my name on it like and I don't want to have anything to do with it which I guess then will scare them a little bit in like make them being sure they're making the right decision but a lot of the times it's it's good because they they uh, they push you you know like if someone says I don't like that and you're like I definitely do like it then you can be like sure about yourself but ultimately yeah they they have the final say Yeah, I think so, definitely. I think not necessarily if the song is rubbish, but just more like of the fact of what I, of like the, I get quite scared of how it's going to damage my career more than anything. Like, you know, and then there's like the other thing, like I just did this James Arthur video and, and I wasn't mad keen on James Arthur because he won X Factor, but then I really liked the song. So it's like those two things of you have to like the song or the artist, but then you also have to think about the implications that that's going to have, like... Is it, is it that cool that I did the James Arthur video? Like, I don't know. To some people, it's really uncool. To some people, it's cool. Um, I really like the song, so I kind of did it. But then there's been other situations where, you know, you get sent a really amazing artist and you're like, wow, fucking hell, you see it in your, your inbox. It like, And then you open it and you're like, fucking hell, is that the song? So I think it's like, it's always that balance of, you know, I think... There, there's always three things I think about whether I'm gonna I'm gonna do a project like is it is it this, is it a good song, is it an, a, a relationship that I want to build or is it good money that I want to earn, and if it's like not one of them then I won't do it. Um, so yeah. Kind of varies really like. Um, Music videos, I do them quite quickly. I guess I do the... I usually, from the moment I confirm the job to shoot is about a week. Um, and then there's about two weeks post. And I, I kind of, like, double up quite a bit. So I usually am, like, prepping one while posting another. So I kind of overlap them. But then commercials are, like, really long. Like, commercials make you loads of money, but are really, really, like, depressingly shit. 
I would say. Like, because they take, like, I did, like, a L'Oreal one, and it was, like, three months, like, full-on work every day of the week, all, all week, for, like, a 20-second ad of some chick flicking her hair around, and it's just, like, but you get paid really good money, but then you're just, like, really? That was three months of my life for that. Sorry? They basically, they just want to, like, approve everything. Like, with music videos, it's, they're really, like, I love music videos, and that's just where my heart is, because they're very, like, they, you, they just, you roll with the punches, you haven't got much time, they haven't really got much money, so you're kind of always, like, you show them the cast, you see, you're, you're, like, you're constantly just moving. When in commercials, it's like, you do the casting, then you show them, then you do, like, a recall of another cast, then you get, all the, you know, you like, three castings, then you have to, like, storyboard every shot, explain every shot, like, everything is so finely finely planned because they have to sign everything off and for me like I wouldn't say that's really filmmaking like I just feel like a glamorized like AD because essentially like I'm on the set the the agency and the client will just tell me what they want and I'll just go they'll go we want it red and I'll go make it red and then it's like we want it black and you know it's like you're just a middleman when on music videos that you know you have a lot of control to what you're you know you're making like a four minute short film essentially I think I think the better the artist, the easier that is. Because like, for me, some of the best videos are just videos where you just watch the artist. Because like, there's a reason that they're like Rihanna or Jay Z, and and you kind of do, you want to you want to watch them. So that can kind of hold hold their attention. But then if you look at like videos with really shit artists that are just like random, do you know what I mean? I think I've always made the decision of like, if I want to watch the artist, then I'll make a performance video. But if I want it to be like more, then I'll kind of add a story or, yeah, I'll kind of like try and further it. You know, I guess one thing I try and do is I try and give a viewer a repeat watch. Like, even when I look at like videos that are all in the studio, I find them like five, they're like five setups, intercut, mashed up, and then they end. When if I'm going to do something in the studio, I'll try and just like really push it so there's always something like new for someone to look at. Anything else? Let's say like 20 years ago, uh, when Michael Jackson was like, like hitting up the market and that, um, music videos had a higher budget, like, especially compared to now, so they had a lot of money to play with. Um, and nowadays, like obviously the budget's getting lower and lower, um, and it's causing, what, well, is it causing like directors to scout, like to a different area, like to film, or like, is it scaring you at any point, like thinking of what? Like, yeah, I think it's like, it's, I think it's just hard to adapt. I don't think it's getting anyone to scatter because I almost feel like if you can't... I don't know, films and commercials are really hard to get into. You kind of... You, I guess, well, I, only from my experience, like, I, I only... I'm in commercials and films because of music videos. I think... I think it's definitely, like, hard times that they're getting low. Like, I would, you know... I wish I was around when it was, like, real loads of money because I'd probably be, like, loaded now. For the, like, because it was a good like back at 10 years 20 years ago like money was just rife in music videos like I think you know like Jay-Z Big Pimpin was two and a half million do you know what I mean like those kind of videos just they don't get made anymore like I think that there, there is still the odd million pound video out there but like that's very rare 
But I think the the good thing, whenever I've done like a big American video, they kind of turn into commercials. That's the thing because when someone's spending that much money, they want to know exactly where you're spending that money and what they're going to get for it. When if someone's got like thirty grand or twenty grand, they're you know, you you're kind of like well, you're gonna not get what you get given, but don't tell me you want a crane and then not give me the money to get a crane. Do you know what I mean? So they can like tell me all they want, but I'll just be like, okay, it costs you that, it costs you that. So it kind of gives you a bit of leverage. They're not being as much money, but it just means you've got to work a lot, like a lot more. Yeah, so I kind of, I've like always had family in the industry. Like my dad's an actor, my mum's an actress. A few of my brother's directors. So yeah, I kind of got like, I got the first job I got was through one of my brothers on like, it was like a Mystique Scandalous video. And then on that I met, because the thing is on a film shoot, there's so many people that you can like get in with. I think that's what sometimes people maybe don't know. Like, but when, you know, if you can get in with the art department, you can then go and work with that art director and then you'll meet like, I think it's like, it's like a tree, isn't it? You, you kind of like, you meet one, like, you, meet, you, you might get in with the art department and you meet those of other art department or you might get in with the AD and then you go off with those of other ADs. So it's very much like, I think it's very much like what you do with it. Do you know what I mean? Like I could have gone to that shoot and then I could have left and I could have been like, that was fun. Or I did what I did is I went to that shoot and I just made like, I just got in with every single department and just was like, oh, you got any other jobs? You got any other jobs? And then, you know, and then the one person phones you for another job and then, if you think about it, on every set, there's like 50 people. So if you come away with like five people that are possibly going to give you a job on every shoot, then you kind of, after like a while of doing it, you have like a lot of contacts. Anything else? No, I, went, I left straight after school. Uh, was it? I was just. I hated school. I was never very good at school. Like I just wasn't really, you know. I definitely don't think that I was pushed in school in any way. Like they, I don't know whether it's different now, but I think when I was at school, like ten years ago, or whatever it was, it was all about like English and science and maths. It wasn't really about like pushing the creative stuff, which you know, which I think maybe might have changed. But it definitely wasn't then. So I like when I I know I just always enjoyed working more and I learnt more like by doing it. I don't think I'd ever go back to, you know I I do, I'm just a firm believer in like, in, in doing it to learn how to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also I kind of like having an, a, like a rawer mind and a rawer approach to it because I don't know the theory of, like what it should be. Like I think when you go to uni and stuff, you get taught like oh it should be this or it should be that. Um, when I guess I just feel like I just do what I, I think is right and hope it is right. <laughs> no, I guess not. Like I was thinking that the other day because there's this film that I'm, I should be doing quite soon, and like I've never, I've never filmed two people like talking to each other, and I've shot maybe like. I think I've shot like 65 music videos and like 12, 15 commercials and I've never ever shot like two people like having a conversation. So 
Yeah, I mean, that, like, it scares me, but I'd never shot anything that I have shot before. And, you know, and, and so far, I, kinda, I guess you just got to go with your instincts. I think it's always best to go with your instinct because, you know, you've got to trust yourself, I think. Um, the work you produce, um, is it influenced by the media, like, for example? Is it influenced by it going to be shown on TV or on the internet? Because obviously these videos are all over the internet now, but, like, the companies are not that on TV, so, like, how is, is it, when you're, like, working, do you have in mind, okay, now, you know, well, you've got a lot of young people on the internet at this time, but I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Like, I feel like young people are very like mature nowadays, and 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 they kind of, you know, they're cleverer than I think they they used to be. Because I think that like the internet teaches you so much more. So I think it's always in the back of my mind. But obviously, labels are, are a very big influence to that. Like whether they want it to be like really risky, or whether whether they, you know. I think if a, if a label ever asked me to make a video that was like child friendly, I'd probably be not really that into it because I think it'll probably end up being a bit boring. Because also I think like what is child friendly? Like my nieces are like eleven and thirteen, and they know crazy shit that they've seen on the internet. So it's like I don't really know. I think the boundaries are very blurred of like what is safe. But I do think about it. Yeah, I don't want to make kids twerk all the time. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, genre-wise, like, pop has always been, like, that, that a pop, like, a pop video for me. I think it's, like, it's always very, like, controversial. It's a big talking point, like, within the industry of, like, what is cool and what is not and shit like that. Like, I definitely am not considered, like, very cool in the industry because, like, I don't make, like, Arctic Monkeys videos and shit and, like, all these, and, like, trendy videos. I've always been, like, a much big pop director and I think that like, I've always enjoyed pop music and then you know, for me, pop music is, like, popular culture, so whether it be, like, urban or, or like, a bit of indie, it's essentially the, sh the like, the mainstream stuff, I guess, I'm kind of quite into, because essentially that's where there's the most money, so with the most money, get you get to do, like, the bigger ideas. Um, is that what you mean by genre, like, what style of music, or do you mean, like, what type of, like, style of video? Yeah, I think style of video, ideally for me, is it's just something that you really push, like the creative. You know, like I think my favorite videos that I've done are the ones that I do for Ed Sheeran because he's just so open to like being just unique and trying new things, and like you know, he's just not he's not that self obsessed. Like he is about the music, and that's what he does, and he acknowledges that, and he acknowledges that I do the fit that I love film and stuff like that. So that's like a great working relationship because if I went on the set and kept trying to do what the cameraman did or kept trying to do what the art director did, it, it's like, it's going to just be silly. So I think, you know, he's great because he gets me, he really lets me push like the creative side of it. When, you know, when you're doing like a female pop star, essentially it's like, they just want to look pretty and you can make like, you can make it as cool around them as you want, but essentially they just want to look really pretty in like a close up. So... Yeah, I think 
and, and yeah, so and then and then the flip side is that like when I do used to do loads of like rappers videos, I also find them quite boring because it's like they just want to look cool. So it's like I think it, it's the best type of videos are the ones where the artists aren't just like all about themselves. They they want to like they want to push the the overall vision, not just like their own image. As a I think like right at the beginning it was quite like that I think like as you're you know I think building your team is probably one of the most important things that you can do as a filmmaker like Spielberg only uses the same cameraman he's ever used like Scorsese only uses the same cameraman like all the real true legendary filmmakers all have like built themselves a core core team that then like because essentially it's kind of like going into war you know like there's like there's no time you're spending someone else's money there's loads of pressure and you kind of need to have people around you that understand like I'll lose my shit sometimes and go like mad but so I need to know that the people around me know that I'm not doing that because I dislike them or because they fucked up or anything but because they we all understand the stresses that we're under so I think like now there's not really a point wherever I get on set and there there isn't like the, the I think everyone I work with now is like a core core team I think usually if anything it's like who they send from the label because like the record label will send like product managers photographers all those kind of people but I just kind of like just build a thing around my monitor and tell them not to come in it <laughs> um, anything else What is that? Sorry, having so, the team. Yeah, having the team. So, like, uh, if anyone wanted to kind of say join your kind of music uh, that they're doing, and if you have that core team around you, do you, is it kind of hindering to the ones who kind of want to break in? No, I think not, because I think when I when I kind of reference my team, I reference like the top level of like the HODs. So if it's like like me, my cameraman, my art director, my producer. For each one of them, they will hire a whole team, So, which I probably won't know. Like, the art director will hire four assistants and a, and the construction guy and, like, a, you know, builder, all that stuff. So they'll have, like, a team of, like, seven or something. The And, like, the AD will have a second AD, a third AD, and four runners. The producer will have the production manager, the PA, and three, three PAs. So I think that's, like, where they, like, all the new people come in. And then, I, and then you know, I always am bringing in, like, work experience and stuff like that. And also, I think it's, you know, I think for young filmmakers, it's about developing your team young. Like, the guy who shot my first ever music video is the guy who's just shot, like, my Jesse J video, my James Arthur video, like, all my videos now. You know, he, he was my, he shot my first four videos, and then we had, like, a big, like, maybe even six to seven-year break because I was growing in my field and had to work a bigger cameraman and he was growing his field but now like 
we've reconnected and he'll probably be like my cameraman for a long time. So I think it's important for young filmmakers to build their team early. But I don't, I don't think my, me keeping that my core tight is going to affect like the people coming up at the kind of PA runner level. Yeah, I think I've done that a few times, yeah. I think um, I just did this one for Ellie Ingram, who's quite like a young, you know, she she had like three and a half like thousand pounds to do like a small video, and that was something that I really wanted to do. Um, I didn't go to her, but I definitely made like a decision that I wanted to do something like of, a, of like a lower budget that I hadn't done for a while. I think... I'm always a little bit proud to maybe go to an artist and ask them because I think it's like you're then starting on a back foot, I guess, for me, if I was to go, like... I think there's people, obviously, like Rihanna and, like, Gaga and people like that that I'd love to work with, but I don't know... I, I can't really get to them to, like... You kind of need to let them find you a bit more. So that's why I guess it just is important to just keep making better stuff and trying to, like, you know, get noticed. Yeah, so um, I've never done anything, I haven't done anything recently for anyone like re like completely unsigned, um, but I'm completely open to it, you know, it's like for me as long as it's a good project and, you know, I think someone asked me about the song earlier on, but like the song, if it's like no money and they're unsigned, then it's all about the song, I think, and it's all about them because essentially if we're going to do something for someone unsigned, you have to like, you want to really, really want to do it. Um, I know that a couple of people um, that I've spoken to had are kind of debating whether or not they want to get into the industry and it's a big kind of question about being a runner. I know that it's a few different running for two years. Is there any way that it's two years and not just like a year and move on? I don't know. I think it's really like, it, it's, it's going to be different for everyone. Like I think everyone's path is going to, you know is going to be different depending on like what you know what you do like a friend of mine who was a runner he was probably he was a runner a bit longer than that and I think you know it's like there's so many whether you you want to be an in-house runner or a shoot runner I think I do just think the harder you work the the easier it's going to be you know I think I think this industry especially it's like it really is so competitive and there's so many people doing it that you have to be like really hungry for it but I think you know everyone says that it's kind of a small industry to get into which it, it is it definitely is but I think if like if I wanted to be a chef like to be the top top chef it would be just as hard as me being like the top video director like I think if you want to be the best in the world at anything it's going to be hard so I think sometimes people come to the industry like oh it's so difficult and you don't get given a chance it's like you don't really get given a chance to become a professional footballer. Like you have to just be really, really good. And I think that it's completely the same in this industry. It's like if you're good and you're talented and you work every day and you, and you make stuff and you, and you just fucking go for it and you want it from the bottom of your heart, then like you will succeed. But I think there's definitely a defeatist view sometimes on the industry of like, oh, like even I get it sometimes because like I knew someone, so that's why I got like that running job. 
but I believe full heartedly that it wasn't because that I it wasn't because I knew one person and got on that one film shoot that like got me to where I am today. I believe it's because like I worked harder than any of those other kids on those sets to like to make myself more noticed than them to get on the next shoot. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's like and if, you know I just think it's like anything like if you want to just be the best, then you've just got to like just fucking go for it. Uh, not really, no. I kind of had quite a clear clear idea of what I wanted there. I think, you know, that was another thing, just because we had no, no money, it was, like, keeping it simple. Like, the, the house that we found, we did put some... We did, like, art direct it and we put props in, but we also found that house that had that, like, look to it, which I think is, you know, it's, that's really important about, like, creating something with a really strong image, like... You know, I look at say a video like Azealia Banks, that two one two, which is it's not a very, it's not a very good video. But one thing they have done is they've made it in black and white. They've done a really stylized pro close up of her lips, and they've shot her against a brick wall. It's like it's hard for that. You don't know whether that costs fifty grand or two hundred pounds, which I think is the same on the Ellie Ingram vid. You wouldn't know whether that cost like I could have easily spent thirty grand making that. I would have just had a different crew and done it at a different approach. So I think. You know, I didn't have to research it. I just had a really clear idea of like exactly how I wanted it to look. So basically, I've been writing this feature film with this writer for about two years, and we just sold it to Working Title, who do like they did like Bridget Jones's Diary, and they're like quite a, a, like an, a big like they do all the Richard Curtis movies, so like Bridget Jones's Diary, Notting Hill, all those kind of movies. So they were a big company to pitch for. And one thing I've done with my producers is not try and be. I think there's a thing in England about everyone trying to be a little bit too cool for school and like, you know, it's like our cinema is very gritty and raw and I want to make things that are kind of like bigger and more aspirational. But I think with my film, I've just tried to, to do something that's very true to myself and not like if I walk in a room and I'm like a big personality and I make music videos and then I go and say, but I want to make a really arty film about like a, a police drama they're going to then be like, well, that's just no way, like, that's just weird, like, you're here and you want to make a film here. When I think what I did with my film is I was one, I just was like, well, I'm here and I want to make a film that's here, and it, and it kind of, I think that that's really important with, and I think that's kind of why they bought it, is because they almost bought, like, me and the film at the same time, rather than just trying to sell them just a the film. And I think, like, you know, all the great filmmakers that I aspire to have done that same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, they use all their influences to... I think you just need to be, like... If someone's going to put a lot of money into you, you need to make it very easy for them to know, like, that it's just a no-brainer and that it's the right fit. It's like, if I'm trying to put a, you know, a square peg into a round hole, they're not going to buy it. But So I think with getting the film off the ground and not having any experience, I just had to make it very clear to them that 
like it's a party movie that I want to make and I've made a lot of party videos so it's kind of it's like marrying yourself to the right project I guess good stuff thank you Thank you.